Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or swim, good already. This is Eagle Eyes on Tech. I am Eagle Falcon. We got a lot to talk about today. And by a lot, I mean really there's there's only three things to talk about. I'm not gonna lie. Two of them though are some very big stories. One of which you already know about. And it's very controversial. The other is very weird. We're going to start with the controversial one. Let's get this out of the way. I'd assume by now, it's now almost a week after the fact of the quote-unquote great Facebook scandal. Alright? If you somehow don't know what this is, I'm going to give you a very, very brief and very broad outline of what it is. The Cambridge Analytica... I'm just going to say organization. I'm not sure if they technically are a company or what. Regardless, Cambridge Analytica was using a third-party survey system to collect data... And they were selling it to the Trump political organization during the last campaign. This was found out about and is technically against the Facebook terms of service. And everyone is outraged because the word Trump is involved. No, really, that's about the only reason why. You want to know how I know that's the only reason why? Because this happens all the time. Since the dawn of Facebook's inception. All of its users' data has been skimmed. Mostly for advertising purposes. Sometimes it's bought and paid for according to Facebook's terms of service. Most of the time, it's either... Sold off via third party, even though it's against Facebook's terms of service. Hacked illegally. Or skimmed through other various methods. Let's be real honest. The only reason anyone actually cares about this particular instance of this terrible thing actually happening is because someone mentioned the word Trump. That's the only reason. Oh no, Eagle, it's because it's getting political and junk. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be a nice theory if it weren't for the fact that, you know, this exact same thing has already been done by a major political party twice. No, really, the Democratic political organization did this twice. The first time to elect Barack Obama... The second time was to re-elect him, and the second time was actually even more sketch than the first time. The first time, it was just people opting in using an app. The second time, it was the app skimming the friends' data of people who consented to it, and stealing their friends' data without their friends' consent. That's actually worse Then what Cambridge Analytica did, and I apologize for my Twitter going off there. So no, 
I have no sympathy for anyone who thinks that this incident and this incident only is a huge outrage. I really don't. Because guess what? This headline might as well be breaking news. Facebook is still doing Facebook things. This should be an incident that surprised no one. But no. Oh god, no. This this leaked out of the tech media. Now now main media is talking about oh god, this is unprecedented. Unprecedented my butt. If these major news outlets actually did even one second of investigative reporting, they would have known that this sort of data skimming has been going on since the dawn of social media in general. And that, to me, is more annoying than the fact that data from Facebook was mined for the sole purposes of being a get-out-the-vote effort for a political party. Or that privacy was violated for the sole purpose of being a get-out-the-vote effort. There's a reason I don't go on Facebook. I'm not even kidding. I think I go on Facebook maybe twice a year. If that. And it's mostly just to quickly check up on things. There's a few of my friends and family that I only keep tabs up on Facebook. That's it. I still regret using my real name in the, in the past when I first made the Facebook account. I actually regret putting any real information on Facebook. That's something that Past Eagle needs to be hit for. But again, every single news outlet that went ahead and for the last five days kept going, oh my god, this is terrible. Oh, this is terrible. You've been asleep at the wheel. Because Facebook for because Facebook is just as sketch now as it has been since pretty much the dawn of Facebook. There I feel better now. I've been holding in that rant all week. I, you, you just can't even imagine how much that's been annoying me. Oh yeah, by the way, the Zuckerberg apology from yesterday from yesterday, which would be Friday. Yeah, it's about as insincere as an apology ever could be. It might as well have just been I am sorry to everyone who uses Facebook, but we're still Facebook and we're going to continue Facebooking while still being Facebook. I seriously have almost... Actually, no. 
I do have some sympathy for people who who are caught off guard by this. I am I have sympathy for those who didn't know any better. Those are the only people in this entire fiasco that I have any sympathy for. Chat wants me to say a phrase, and I can't because then it would mean I have to put an explicit warning on this uh, on this podcast. So, I'm not going to say that phrase. Although now, everyone listening to the audio version is now absurdly curious, which I, I say tough. Alright, moving on. I'm going to somehow move on from Facebook. Although I thought I was actually going to rant on for a little bit longer than I actually did. It was only nine minutes. I, I should pat myself on the back for showing restraint and not going full rant and getting super repetitive. Now, normally when I go and prep for this, I go, I go through a site called PC Perspective. It's one of the first places I go to. And I look for any new tech hardware releases that are eye-catching. Alright? This week there's been a lot of chat about new GPU development. That, I'll be perfectly honest, it all goes over my head. About the way that certain lines are generated and whatnot, it is just completely over my head. One thing that did catch my eye, though, is the headline, PNY adds 960GB SATA SSD to budget SSD series. This intrigues me for one main reason. 960 gigs is a lot. And also budget? How much is a budget? For those who don't know who PNY is, they're a hardware developer that um, kind of skates under the radar. But the only reason I know they, they make extremely reliable hardware is that they are the manufacturer, the sole manufacturer, I might add, for the NVIDIA Quadro series. These are the super high-end, super durable GPUs that are developed for scientific purposes, professional rendering. These are the sort of things you find uh, in some supercomputers and in almost every workstation. Unless you're Apple. Alright, PNY does not make cheap stuff. Usually. At least the stuff they're known for isn't cheap. I mean, your high-end Quadro cards can cost as much as a used car. And the scary thing is, I'm not exaggerating. That's the real terrifying part. So, we have a 960 gig SATA 2.5 inch SSD that is 7 millimeters thick. Alright? Read and write speeds, we got reads of 535 megabytes per second. And writes of 515 megabytes per second, which is respectable. There are faster SSDs out there, but 
you're going to notice the difference. This is definitely no slouch. So for almost one terabyte of SSD space, how much does it cost? Because it claims it's a budget. It's made by PNY, who is infamous for making graphic cards that cost as much as a car. How much does this cost? 250 bucks. That's not bad. Let's be perfectly honest. That's not bad at all. I mean, there's definitely cheaper options out there, like not getting a, t- a one terabyte SSD. There's definitely more expensive options out there, and those have more performance. I mean, 250 bucks for one terabyte of SSD st- storage? That's, that's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. That actually is pretty respectable. So, I mean, in my opinion, you know, solid 7 out of 10 right there. Easy. Maybe 8 out of 10. And, of course, I'm basing this only on the numbers I see. And numbers I see, you know, looks pretty good. Three-year warranty on top of it. I mean, it's not like PNY is notorious for failure at all. Maybe another story if Acer was making this, uh, <laughs> was making this SSD, but they're not. So yeah, there you go. Budget SSD. All right, and I know it's gonna seem really early, but trust me, this last story is going to take up a long time. To go over the various steps that it took to get to the bottom of this. So we move on to the last burb. At a record 14 minutes into the podcast. So what's the last burb story for today? It's Binge Pipe. So, let's have a full recap, shall we? What is Binge Pipe? This all started last week, one hour before I went live with the podcast. Alright? I had everything prepped out, but then at the last minute, I got the press announcement saying that Jackbox has partnered with Binge Pipe. That gave me only one hour to do my research as to what Binge Pipe was. And unfortunately, I couldn't go too into depth at that time. The only thing I could do was talk about how everything seemed super sketch. The website didn't explain anything. And while I was explaining that, chat made the excellent point, and they actually came to the conclusion long before I did because I wanted more evidence, that... Jackbox made Binge Pipe as a hoax. I have now had a week, an entire week now, to do my research. (laughs) This was a trip. I'm not going to lie. 
So first it involved going through the web analyzer report that chat found. They found this at wa-com.com. For BingePipe, the website was created on March 9th. At least that's when it was updated. The, the domain server is hosted in Scottsdale, Arizona. By the way, doing further research into this, there are also five other websites hosted on the very same server. And, sure enough, the registrant name is kept private, but for whatever reason, the registrant did not privatize the organization name. Which, in this case, is Jackbox Games Incorporated. Alright? So we have that. You look more into it. And it seems like the actual servers for BingePipe are hosted in New York. In fact, they take up four IPs, which is actually kind of interesting. But that could also just be redundancy through the host, which, if I had to guess, is either GoDaddy or Squarespace. I'm not sure which yet. GoDaddy is the service that registered, that holds the domain name for BingePipe.com. So it makes sense that GoDaddy would also host it, seeing as though they always do a pairing. But the template... For bingepipe.com seems very Squarespace-y. It definitely looks like something that you could have thrown together in, in Squarespace in about five hours. Maybe less. Alright, and then as we covered last week, the entire website is just a giant circle of telling you nothing. There is nothing on the site saying what kind of content they'll have. There is nothing on the website saying how much they'll cost. There is nothing on the site saying what platforms they will be on. None of that sort of thing. Okay? Though there was one piece of very interesting information... On there, and that was the name of their CEO, Dr. Jan Peskin, or or John Peskin. I just kept going with Jan Peskin because that was so much more fun to say. We have a name. Time to do some research. Jan Pe- Dr. Jan Peskin does not exist on Facebook. Though that could be that he just got early wind of the delete Facebook movement and just completely obliterated himself from Facebook. You move on to Twitter. He was not on Twitter right away. Later on, a, tw- a Twitter account did pop up for Jan Peskin. But the creator of that account did come forward to me and say that, yeah, it's it's not real. I'm holding it and doing posts for the lulls. I'm not going to reveal who that per- who that person was, but I, I, I know the person well. All right. However, going through fa- going through Twitter, you do find 
the Binge Pipe Twitter feed. Now things get interesting. And in fact, this Twitter feed was made the day before the Jackbox Binge Pipe announcement was. So here's the timeline. March 9th, BingePipe.com is made. March 15th, the Binge Pipe Twitter feed is made. March 16th, Jackbox announces a partnership with BingePipe. This company has no physical presence In fact, it's only existed in the public eye for a week. But already Jackbox Games is just going to partner up with them? Hmm, no, that doesn't smell right. Not at all. Doesn't help at all that Jackbox's name is all over the registration for BingePipe.com. So I went and questioned Jackbox. I asked them why they decided to partner up with a company that doesn't seem to have any of its anything together. Unfortunately, I got no response out of Jackbox. Binge Pipe, however... They were answering my questions. Although the, the answers were, uh, how do you put it? They were not very serious answers. Not in the least. I mean, some posts were... As unserious as, we'll figure out how to monetize soon. Despite the fact that on their website, they said they plan on having both advertisements and a paid subscription. Well, that doesn't mix. I mean, it sounds like you pretty much got yourself figured out for monetizing. To my question as to what they, what they in fact do. They just give a super generic answer like, we bring the things you love to the screens that surround you. For more information, check the FAQ. The FAQ, of course, says nothing. Someone then questioned BingePipe about the fake Jan Peskin Twitter account. And this is where this answer, I think, kind of proves just how non-serious Binge Pipe is. The actual official answer for what the, whether the fake Jan Peskin Twitter account is real or not is following. And I quote, Thanks for your question. Our CEO, Dr. Jan Peskin, is not on Twitter. 
He was last seen piloting an experimental Zeppelin over the Bay Area and is currently believed deceased. In lieu of flowers, please subscribe to Binge Pipe. Shortly after this tweet went out, I would say a couple hours later, at least according to the timeline I have, Jackbox, or Binge Pipe, he didn't actually specify which account sent him the message, told him to please cease making posts on that account. That it was... Let me get the exact quote here real quick. I want to make sure I do this right. According to the account holder, the exact quote... Is in fact, please stop impersonating our late CEO. It's upsetting his family. There's a couple of things wrong with this line. First off, if you are a young startup and you haven't even gone live with your product yet, How do you not have a new acting CEO in place yet? On top of that, this th- this is going to be the reason we go with? It in fact actually sounds like something that one of the Jackbox joke writers would come up with. And if you think I'm look I'm thinking too hard about this, The next bits of tweets out of the Binge Pipe Twitter account really do say it all. I ask them, what platforms will your service be available on? The answer I got, we would like to think of ourselves as our own entirely unique platform. We're available on TVs, smartwatches, and airplane seatbacks all over the world. For more info, please feel free to browse our FAQ. Man, they really love to drag me over to their FAQ that says absolutely nothing. So I go so I go ahead and ask them a almost completely made-up scenario. Alright? I have a dumb TV with a pair of rabbit ears. I usually hook up a small laptop via HDMI to get more modern digital content on the TV. What kind... Uh, I'm sorry. What kind of set-top box should I get so I no longer have to do that and get binge pipe content? They respond with, Thank you for your interest. You sound like a prime candidate for our binge box trademark. Consumer Trial Program. We'd be happy to reach out to you as soon as it's available in your area.
There is no trademark for the binge box. On that same note, there is no trademark for binge pipe. And in fact, with what little research I can do, because unfortunately, trying to look up whether something is incorporated or not actually does prove to be a bit difficult, I cannot find in any of my searches that Binge Pipe is in fact incorporated, even on an LLC level. Which is extremely abnormal for a startup. And in fact, since I since I went live, they have in fact posted one more tweet. Some of the other all right, I'm, I'm actually gonna go over some of the other tweets first. Bringing yesterday into the future today. Someone tweeted at them, scratch that, this is the actual worst, assuming it's real. Linking to the Twitter post say, Saying that the future is here and it looks good, not available in all markets. Binge pipe asking, can we use that quote as a customer testimonial? A tweet saying so so much more than a website soon. Well, that's wonderful. And the most recent post, which was 27 minutes ago, as of the recording of this podcast, 97% of our followers are bots. Considering the fact that there's only 69 followers, and I can confirm that I am not a bot, that is not a bot, um, who else can I confirm is not a bot? That's not a bot, 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 although I wish he was, that's not a bot. I am definitely not a bot. That's not a bot. That's not a bot. Uh, yeah, there's no way that 97% of their followers are bots. But that's a minor point. The fact that, it, that this is how easy it is to prove that that statement is false. Doesn't that say something? Just just a little something? Just want to quickly take a look at my notifications. None of them are, in fact, Binge Pipe answering my most recent question. I got a feeling that Binge Pipe is no longer going to be talking to me. So, even despite all this research, I can confirm without a shadow of a doubt that as much as Binge Pipe wants to claim and say that they are a Netflix competitor, because that's basically what they want to think they are. They are a service bringing bingeable media content to people. So it's basically a Netflix competitor. Even their FAQ tries to say that we're making content in-house. Not from what I can tell. It's not that. So what is it? It is one of the following, and I'm not sure which it is yet. It is either A, an early April Fool's Day joke. It's quite possible it's a week away. B, 
a very strange viral marketing campaign for a new Jackbox game called Binge Pipe. Which, honestly, I could believe that. I could totally believe that a game in the next party pack or as a standalone game from Jackbox is called Binge Pipe and it being focused solely on... I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know Netflix trivia. Watching silly recorded content and answering questions about whatever nonsense you just saw. Oh. Or my last guess is that it is actually going to be a new wing of Jackbox games. And there's actually quite a bit of evidence I can find to support that last one, but not enough to say for sure. Jackbox is in the middle of expanding quite a lot. At least every other day, their Twitter feed is posting up that there's a new hiring position. On the Jackbox streams themselves, the employees have been saying that the office is expanding. They're, in fact, even working on a dedicated Twitch studio, as opposed to what they're currently using, which is a closet they shoved audio equipment into. No, really, their current streaming setup that they use for their Twitch account is actually less sophisticated than what I have here. Except for the part where they have real audio equipment instead of just a blue Yeti hooked up by USB to a laptop. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if Binge Pipe was the internal code name for their new studio. At this point, though, I do not have enough evidence to say which one of the three it is. I can confirm this. Binge Pipe is not a real company. Five of the six partners of Binge Pipe do not exist. That's actually one thing I forgot to mention. They have six companies that are supposedly media partners with Binge Pipe. Five of them don't exist. Horse is not an actual media company. Neither is Allen Box, and neither are any of the other ones. The only one that's real is Jackbox. What were some of the other ones? Fjord Arts, I think. Man. This is clearly something that they're having fun with. And while we're at it, I'm going to make one last point. If you look on Twitch right now, you will find that there is a Binge Pipe Twitch account. That account, I guarantee you, is not affiliated with Jackbox. It is not affiliated with Binge Pipe. It has nothing to do with any of those other than using the Binge Pipe logo. 
And that's about it. The reason is because I made it. I'll admit to that. I, I made it. The sole reason I made it was to see if I'd get a reaction out of Binge Pipe. So far, I haven't. But it's been interesting, to say the least. This last week of digging into this has been... Ooh, it's it's been a trip, to say the least. And I'm going to be keeping a very close eye on this story just to see... what Binge Pipe turns out to be. Personally, I think it's either an early April Fool's Day joke in which Jack Boss is going to give everything up on April 1st. Or it actually is all one giant big stunt to launch a new Jackbox game. That's kind of where I'm leaning on at this point in time. As for what I plan on doing with the Jackbox Twitch account, well, I'm sorry, did I say the Jackpot? I meant the Binge Pipe Twitch account. What I plan on doing with the Binge Pipe Twitch account, um, I plan on working a little bit more and trying to see if I can get that account to stream certain Jackbox games automatically. I've already got the, um, the rack mount server to do it. I just need to tweak a few things. But who knows, maybe maybe I'm going to get an email later on today saying that, uh, yeah, you need to stop that. In which I go, oh, okay, fine. And that'll be the end of it. Needless to say, time will tell how all of this turns out. That's going to do it for me today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you have any questions, any comments, feel free to email me at eaglefalcontech at gmail.com. I will be back next week, and hopefully we will be not be talking about any more Facebook shenanigans, because unfortunately I have a feeling that's a story that will not die. <sighs> but fine.